And now, for another episode of The Rich and the Filthy, the serial melodrama about the filthy and the rich. It's morning at the secret country home where Angelique, the fake vegetable daughter of wealthy middle-aged matriarch, Rebethany Forrest, lives with Dr. Ted Waffel, the deceitful physician Rebethany hired to give her daughter round-the-clock care. Angelique has been up the entire night in a terrible panic, waiting for Ted to come back home. Let's listen. Ted, thank God you're back. I've been waiting for you all night. I'm surprised to see you here. I thought you were leaving and never coming back. Especially after you hit me on the head with a rock and left me bleeding in the driveway. Oh, that. Well, you're a doctor. I knew you could take care of it. I spent the night in the emergency room. Emergency room? You left me here all alone while you hung out with your stupid medical friends? They were stitching up my bleeding head. Well, if you're too lazy to do it yourself. Oh, Ted, we're in big trouble. No, we're not. Do you think I went around telling everyone that the comatose young woman I'm charged to provide round-the-clock care with hit me on the head with a rock? I told them James Polk was a pink llama sent by the Weather Channel to save us from battery-operated gland pirates, but they knew I was delirious. Ted, I saw where Bethany. So what? I saw a plaid spider monkey in a tea kettle. Ted, I saw her and she saw me. Saw? Who? We're Bethany. What? You mean she came here while I was away? No. You saw her in the, in, the, in the bar? No, in the parking lot. Someone drove her up just as I was getting out of the car. Her husband? No, he looked young. It was probably one of her sons. Oh, Ted, what are we going to do? The only thing we can do. Tell James Polk to go back to his home planet and plead with the Glamp Pirates not to invade. Oh, Ted, snap out of it. You're still delirious. Oh, thank you. Ted, listen. I saw where Bethany, and she saw me. What? She saw you at Gary's Bar and Grill? She saw me and cried out, Oh my God, it's Angelique. Oh my God, where? No, that's what Rebethany said. She knows I'm Angelique and that I can walk around and drive cars. That's insane. Everyone knows you're a fake vegetable with no awareness of the outside world. You can't even get out of bed. What are you doing out of bed? Ted, she's going to figure everything out. She's going to figure out that this is all a scam. That I'm nothing but a fake and that you put me up to it. She'll call the police. Don't worry, I just won't tell her their phone number. Ted, we've got to get out of here. Wait a minute. Rebethany is wealthy, powerful, she has lots of connections. She's sure to find out the phone number on her own. Ted, snap out of it. We're in trouble, big trouble. Oh my god, that must be Rebethany. Quick, pretend you're her fake vegetable daughter. Ted, it's me. I'm sorry to come so early and without calling, but... Oh my god, Ted! The Rich and the Filthy is brought to you by... New Ghost Spoon, the spoon that allows your mouth to pass through it like a ghost allowing you to taste only your food and not the spoon. Have you ever really tasted your breakfast cereal? Really tasted your soup? You have not. Not unless you've poured it directly into your mouth. 
interfering always with your mouth pleasure is the dreaded spoon. That clumsy device that leaves an unpleasant silvery taste on everything you used to eat it with. Who wants spoony flavored ice cream, spoony flavored soup? <laughs> not I, and not you once you've tasted your food without a physical spoon. Try new ghost spoon, available at fine new age uh, woo-woo shops everywhere. And now back to the rich and the filthy. Good morning, Shorn. Want some eggs? Shorn? Shorn, little brother? I am not sexually frustrated! Uh, how about some toast? 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 What do you mean my wife doesn't want to make love to me? What's that you're chewing on? You're not eating the stuffing out of your mattress again. She's just traumatized, that's all. Who wouldn't be traumatized after your husband's lookalike climbed into bed with you and tricked you into having sex? Why don't you sit down and eat something, little brother? I mean, besides your mattress. Mattress? Mattress? What do you mean she's just using the lookalike as an excuse not to go to bed with me? Shorn, I, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I think something is going on with Mother. Who? Mother? Why would Mother think Cranolin just made up that story about a lookalike and that none of it ever really happened? I'm not talking about Cranolin. Why don't we just change the subject for once and talk about something other than my marriage? Fine. Have you noticed that Mother has been preoccupied lately? <sighs> preoccupied? Preoccupied? Why wouldn't my wife be preoccupied when she still doesn't know who impersonated me and climbed into bed with her? Oh, forget it, Shorn. Eat your mattress. Let's talk about something else. Say, where is Mother? Wh why isn't she having breakfast with us? She went out. I, I don't know where. She always has breakfast with us Monday morning. I wonder what's up. I was with her last night, and something very odd happened. Odd? Odd? There's nothing odd about- If you mention crinoline again, I'll throw these sausage links in your face. Listen, I was with Mother last night, and she saw someone. She saw some young lady in the parking lot, and she cried out, Oh my god, it's Angelique! Who is Angelique? That's what I want to know. That sounds like the name of a French maid. Do you think Mother has a secret French maid? No. So, did she talk to this woman? No, the girl seemed shocked. She got back in her car and drove off. It's pretty hard to shock a French maid. They've seen everything. Mother seemed upset at first, and then she said something strange. Hibbledy-glibbledy-glop! She said, that just couldn't be my daughter. It just couldn't be. She thought that woman was one of our sisters? I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. None of it made any sense. Well, everyone has a doppelganger, that's what they say. Why wouldn't there be someone who looked exactly like me and wanted to impersonate me and climb into bed with my wife? Sure. Yeah? Want some syrup on your mattress? <laughs> Have you ever wondered what your soups and cereals really taste like? What about your ice creams and applesauces? How about your puddings and porridges? You don't know what any of these things really taste like, do you? Not when you have to eat them with a spoon. Yes, interfering always with your mouth pleasure is the dreaded spoon. That insinuating piece of silverware that leaves an unpleasant silvery taste on everything you use to eat it with. 
Who wants spoonie-flavored ice cream, spoonie-flavored soup, spoonie-flavored porridge, pudding, or applesauce? Not I, and not you, once you've tasted them without a regular spoon. Are you suggesting we pour our favorite spoonable foods directly into our mouths? Well, hello, random passerby. Ah, don't give me that random passerby nonsense. I've been sitting here watching you stand on this street corner and shout nonsense about spoons for the last several hours. What's your game? I don't have a game, but I do have... <laughs> New Ghost Spoon! Is that a kazoo? New Ghost Spoon allows you to eat all your favorite spoonable foods without ever tasting the spoon. Ah, balderdash! Try it for yourself. I see you just happen to be carrying around a bowl of delicious cockaliki soup. Well, yes. It happens to be a great on-the-go snack. Spoon it up with new ghost spoon. Why? There's nothing in your hand. Oh, yes, there is. Watch. My dear God. I see a spoonful of my cockaliki soup just hovering in midair. Ghost spoon is invisible. Taste it. <laughs> Delicious. My lips passed right through Ghost Spoon as if it wasn't even there. <laughs> That's right. Ghost Spoon is a spectral object. You can't see it. You can't taste it. But Ghost Spoon can spoon up all your favorite spoonable foods with ease. <laughs> and here I thought you were some kind of raving lunatic. And who, may I ask, sir, are you? I? Well... I am a raving lunatic. Uh, I see. So I guess my testimony about new ghost spoon won't be taken very seriously. Mm, that's quite all right, sir. I assume you're some kind of eccentric millionaire who will now buy up every ghost spoon in stock and distribute them freely to the grateful masses. No, I'm a destitute wino, but I am a raving lunatic. Well, it looks as if we'll both be standing on this street corner for quite some time. <laughs> Try new ghost spoon, available at fine new age woo-woo shops everywhere. And now back to the rich and the filthy. Ted, my god, what, what happened to your head? I took it out for a walk. Don't worry, Rebeffany. James Polk will be re-elected if my finger bowl has anything to say about it. Ted, maybe you should sit down. You aren't making any sense. No, I'm making perfect sense. I just had a little bit of a head trauma, that's all. How did that happen? I hit my rock on a head. You mean you hit your head on a rock? Well, if you want to be blunt instrument about it. I prefer the subtle art of euphemism myself. How are you, Rebeffany? Too bad about James Polk, but maybe he shouldn't have been outside in his pajamas. Ted, sit down. I'm going to have to call the hospital. Tell them I'm fine. How are you? Yes, hello? I need you to bring an ambulance to 325 Crest Avenue. No, wait! Ted, my God! You just snatched my phone out of my hand. I, I, I'm so sorry. I... I, uh, wasn't thinking clearly, but I'm fine now, really. You're not fine. You're babbling like a madman, and you snatched my phone right out of my hand. I, I, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. It's, it's not the head trauma, really. It, it's lack of sleep. Ted, you're in no condition to be taking care of Angelique. Angelique? When did this happen? Who was taking care of Angelique while you were getting these stitches? Uh, 
I took care of the stitches myself. What? I'm quite a skilled physician, and I'm perfectly capable of taking care of my own stitches. That's insane. No doctor would stitch up his own head. I, I had nurses here. Everything was fine. Everything is fine. Ted, I don't know what's going on here, but we're going to need to have a very serious talk very soon about your position here. But right now, I need to see my daughter. Excuse me. Oh my God, she's not in her bed. Where's Angelique? Tune in again for another insipid episode of the serial melodrama, The Rich and the Filthy, when Sean may or may not say, Gee, Richard, you were right. My bed is delicious! Delicious!